Welcome to What's Next, Cornet Global's podcast that puts members on the microphone with thought-provoking, profession-shaping conversations and commentary. Hi, this is Tim Venable of Cornet Global. Joining me today is Andy Thomas, president of CoStar Real Estate Manager. He's here to talk with us about some of the key factors impacting corporate and commercial real estate in the near term. Thanks for being here, Andy. Tim, it's great to be here, and we always enjoy participating with Cornet and the various opportunities that you have, and thank you for having us. As we get underway, please share a few details on your background and give us a high-level overview of CoStar Real Estate Manager. Well, our mission at CoStar Real Estate Manager is to be the leading and most trusted provider for companies managing their entire lease and real estate life cycle. Providing lease management, lease accounting, and real estate transaction management software solutions to the Fortune 2000 for 23 years. We were founded in 1999 and have been a part of CoStar since 2011, bringing the added value of the most complete source of real estate data and analytics, along with a strong balance sheet. I've been president of CoStar Real Estate Manager for 22 years, starting when we were virtual premise. Between this time and 14 years in the institutional real estate investment world, I've got a total of about 35, 36 years of real estate and related technology experience. We have an incredible team at CoStar and appreciate the long-term partnership with Cornet Global. In fact, our first Cornet interaction was as the opening session sponsor in 2002 when IDRC and NACOR emerged. So we've been involved with you guys for a long time. Okay, here's my first question. What are you seeing as some of the important drivers for the corporate real estate industry today? Well, Tim, you know we're hearing from a lot of our customers who are Fortune 1000, Fortune 2000 companies. So we get a lot of feedback and a lot of data from them that really informs how we look at and answer this question. And I would say that right now the list is longer than usual. Besides significant economic and business uncertainties and inflation and higher interest rates, there are several others that spin off of this. And I'll focus more directly on the ones that impact real estate and how they impact real estate. First, the explosion of hybrid and remote work models is generating a lot of uncertainty for companies. While companies vacillated on the topic after COVID, there is a trend of companies pressing employees back to the office. I won't weigh in on the debate about what's the best approach and will continue into the future. Most companies have at least adopted a hybrid approach to work. The average office building today, though, is still only just over 50% utilized each week, depending on the city. According to Castle, New York City hit 50% for the first time last week. That tells a story in its own right. Next is the increased pressure on office building owners. Higher vacancy rates and higher interest rates are squeezing building owners significantly. According to our CoStar data, the Atlanta office market, for instance, has a nearly 20% availability rate or about 62 million square feet. This is a lot of space, possibly not paying rent. Increased office building loan delinquencies and foreclosures is setting up a tough environment for tenants to know who they are dealing with as an owner. And then finally, increasing compliance requirements for corporations will continue to put added burden on the corporate real estate departments in supporting their internal stakeholder groups. How will hybrid work models change what corporate real estate managers must do as they look to meet the space needs of their companies? Well, when we, we exited offices in March of 2020, it accelerated a trend, frankly, that was already underway. 
and that is a rise in worker flexibility. Then, when the pandemic was mostly clear, many company leaders then hesitated mightily, and employees decided they did not like coming to the office, and they liked the flexibility of being at home. As the talent wars were hot, leaders hesitated even more. Now there is a much stronger commitment to getting employees back in the office, but leaders are far more sensitive to offering flexibility and creating an attractive environment for employees in order to get them to come back and to retain them. The biggest concern for corporate real estate leaders now is reacting to the latest strategy of company leadership who can't seem to make up their minds, but then it's helping them to shape the office of the future, which will need to be a place that will help them attract and retain the best talent. Deciding how much and what kind of space will be the biggest challenge that they face. Corporate real estate leaders can contribute best in the nearer term by maintaining flexibility with their space while establishing a strategy for that workplace of the future. You mentioned the mounting pressure on office building owners. What do tenants need to consider when selecting their locations and hence their building owners? Well, high office building vacancies and maturing loans have owners in a real bind. I believe the number is about $1.3 trillion in commercial real estate loans maturing over the next several years. Last time I checked, that was a lot of money. Many owners just will not have the cash they need to fund tenant improvements, and some are just trying to keep ownership of their buildings. Owners of even 20-year-old buildings are also faced with the need to upgrade building systems and amenities in order to meet the requirements of today's corporate office tenant. Remember, nice spaces to attract employees point we made a little earlier. Tenants need to be discriminating in their choice of buildings and make sure the funds are available for tenant build-out or capital improvements that might be needed. Tenants might be able to strike a better leasing deal if they're willing to fund some of these tenant improvements themselves, something to look out for as an opportunity. In cases where a tenant still has lease term remaining, opportunities to blend and extend, of course, at lower rates may be prevalent. Also, you need to keep track of who your owner is. Foreclosures could also generate a chance for you to even buy a building at a great price if you occupy all or most of it. You also reference the need for corporate real estate managers to meet growing compliance needs. Which ones specifically are important? Well, corporate real estate leaders have already experienced this here with the lease accounting changes that occurred several years ago that really pushed real estate and accounting teams to work together. This put a huge spotlight on how much companies spend on their real estate and highlighted the importance of working together within those teams and managing using better software systems as well. This is where we've been able to help almost a thousand companies generate improvements in the way that they manage the lease life cycle. The next area coming around though is ESG and specifically measuring the greenhouse gas emissions from your facilities and then finding ways to help companies reduce their emissions. Currently, forward-thinking companies are beginning to address this, and absolute regulations, though, are still a few years away. But real estate leaders can begin by helping gather the information necessary to create the baseline for emissions. We're helping customers now in this area. CoStar Data will also facilitate the gathering of the needed information for these calculations. What potential solutions or strategies do corporate tenants use to adapt to reduce need for office space and pressures on office building owners. Well, first, Tim, I'd say that capturing the right data about their real estate and then being able to combine it with utilization and strong real estate market data represents table stakes for rising to this challenge. 
Next is to get out ahead of your renewals and new space needs and manage this very aggressively, getting the right data and collaborating early and closely with your service providers. This will help you maximize the opportunities to find the best locations and negotiate the best deals. Lastly, get connected with your building owner so you know what their financial situation really is. This can change very quickly and it's not always apparent to the tenant. Be ready for a story from the owners and then verify with other sources of information. What are the current trends for corporate real estate and their use of real estate management systems? How is the use of IWMS systems trending? Tim, that's a great question. It's been one that we have been involved with over this past uh, 22, 23 years. The leaders in corporate real estate markets have taken control of their systems for lease accounting, for lease administration, for transaction management, and other areas as well. You know, these systems, along with the real estate and accounting teams that use them, just operate better when they work together. Collaborating on the choice of new systems is really important. Now, IWMS systems seem to have trended out with most of the companies that provided them being absorbed into other software providers. The promise just didn't quite meet the hype. However, one of the things I'll mention, space management, room and desk booking systems got a lot of hype coming out of the pandemic. These still have an important place, I think, for managing company space, especially with the flexibility that's needed, along with the uncertainty of the direction that companies may be taking. They should not be confused, though, with the sort of faded idea of IWMS. Those are very specific systems with specific purposes. You know, one more area of technology we do see growing is the area of space sensors and other ways to collect information about the utilization of space. There are a lot of players in this market, so it will be interesting to see how the use cases develop and what's the best approach to understanding what the real utilization of space is for a company. And now, my last question. What practical steps can corporate real estate professionals take to manage better in this uncertain time? Well, I think coming from the perspective that we have, I'd say first is making sure you've got the right software systems that can allow you to capture the data you need and to collaborate with the various stakeholders inside and outside of the organization. This, again, is just a primary starting point for being able to understand where you sit today. Get the best real estate market data. Again, things are changing quickly, and you need to have this information in order to make the best deals for your organization. You should be seeking this data for yourself, along with what your broker or service provider is providing to you. It just helps you be better informed. Stay close with your business leaders. You're helping them understand what is happening in the real estate and the workplace arenas. There's a lot changing, again, um, in terms of how people are looking at how to approach this hybrid work, especially. There are a lot of decisions to make and capital that will be deployed to address the workplace needs. And help them to stay calm as you work together to solve for the workplace of the future. This is a tremendous time, I think, for corporate real estate professionals to provide the knowledge and the expertise to their organizations. And, and Cornet Global is also a terrific platform for seeing how new ideas uh, are coming about and, and collaborating with your peers. Everyone's tried to figure this out right now, so we should leverage this resource. And finally, I would just say good luck out there. There's a lot of work to do. It's a challenging time, but I think 
all of us in this industry have risen to the occasion before, and, and we'll certainly do it again. Okay. Andy, it's been great talking with you. Thanks for sharing these insights with Cornet Global. Well, thank you for, for having us. Uh, CoStar is excited to be a part of this industry and, and to be able to serve the customers of Cornet Global. And, and we look forward to doing it for many years into the future. This concludes this episode of What's Next. Want to record a podcast of your own? Have an idea or point of view you'd like to share? Visit cornetglobal.org to learn more.